0: With the Road America Season Pass, you have access to over 50 days of on-track action. Half-price entry for the Sunset Cruise and Morning Drive events. Select private track rentals. The annual Season Pass holder luncheon. And so much more. Go to roadamerica.com.
1: Welcome back, hour number three of the Bill Michaels Show. We are glad you're on board. Hopefully, you're enjoying your Monday. More of a frigid Monday, but a a Monday. We're all back at it. We now know the uh, the two teams that are set for Phoenix, Arizona, in Super Bowl. Looking forward to that. Going to be heading out there a week from today. We'll be uh, live on Radio Row. Less than a week. We're going to be winging our way there. So really, uh, I, I encourage you, follow us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can follow Ben at ben at ben Z. Kenny. But you follow us on Twitter. Uh, you follow us on Facebook. Uh, go to Facebook.com slash TheBillMichaelsShow. Uh, the Real Bill Michaels over on Instagram. And uh, I don't even know what the hell my TikTok handle is. I don't know what that is. But uh, nevertheless, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff, a lot of social media stuff. Uh, myself, Mike, Erica, Kristen, all going to be doing a ton of social media stuff out in Arizona, coming up, uh, coming up starting probably Saturday morning, really. So starting Saturday morning and then all the way through the entire week with that, we're there and, uh, we'll be, uh, then heading back. Mike Clemens going to be on the ground as well. So follow Mike. Mike's always got intriguing, interesting stuff. Uh, Mike is a workaholic. So Mike, uh, is posting stuff all the time. So we'll be doing a bunch of different stuff. So uh, make sure you look for us out in Arizona beginning on Saturday. We'll be there. Uh, 877-867-1670. Made them wait a long time. Uh, Sorry about that. Tommy's in Mount Pleasant. Tommy, how are you doing today, man? What's going on?
2: Hey, Bill, how are you? I enjoy the show. Thank
1: you so much. I'm good. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. I wanted to comment. You made the, first of all, uh, Marcus Vel- Marquez Valdez-Scantling had a phenomenal game on a huge stage yesterday. Yes, and I he agree did. With you, Pat. But you raised the question, how on earth could not the Packers use a, a a weapon like that? Well, your your memory must have got foggy because Valdez-Scantling, Geronimo Allison, and uh, Equinemius St. Brown, they all had the same problem. They like to drop passes cut- thrown to them. And I'm, I'm, I think I'm one of thousands of your listeners that sat at home and said, why on earth do they still throw the ball to that guy? Uh, So hopefully he got, I hope he has a great, tremendous career going forward. But that was a problem that they, I don't think they could wait around for the guy to get good.
1: I, you know, that's part of it. Uh, I completely understand. But I, I also, I guess the question then becomes, how many opportunities on a consistent basis did you give him? Now, does he get more opportunities? Say if he was here this year, would he have been the main guy? Absolutely. He would have had more opportunities. But I, you don't know what a guy's truly got until you use him. And I we all know that there was a focus and or safety blanket of Devontae Adams. So when anything even became closely irrelevant to a pass play that was not going to go Aaron Rodgers' way, he was automatically looking for Devontae. Instead of allowing some things to play out, it was automatically Devontae left, Devontae right, Devontae downfield, wherever, because you could see it go back to even the use of Alan Lazard. As much as he sings Lazard's praises in key moments in the game against the 49ers and against the uh, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the postseason, he was looking all Devontae all the time, even in double coverage versus a guy like Alan Lazard who was running wide open over the middle. You know what I mean? So, you know, where, where Patrick Mahomes is like, look, I'm just throwing it to the open guy, or I'm throwing it to the way the play is designed.
2: You know? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But I also will tell you, I'm not a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan, but I will tell you one thing. If I looked at maybe four or five of their games, guess what was prevalent in every one of those games? A drop by Valdez Cantling. So yeah. he still did it with Kansas City. But I agree with you um, with the shadow of Adams was – was way too big for a lot of these young guys to really get tested and proven. And I'm sure that the Green Bay uh, Brain Trust finally said, geez, you know what? And and probably when it came down to money, they probably looked at him and said, okay, what are we going to do? Who are we going to pay here? And that's probably how he's out. Like I say, I hope he has a phenomenal rest of his career.
1: Good stuff, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for holding for such a long period of time, too. I appreciate that. Absolutely. 867 uh give us a th- give us a call there uh, another question uh Brett had he said thoughts about Jerry gray leaving to go to Atlanta um whenever you have coaching staff moves and guys move up they're promoted from within uh and such it it always takes some adjustment. Because, you know, much like Stenevich, when he was just the offensive line coach, you, you basically coached the five, seven, eight guys that you had sitting in your room. And then when you become the offensive coordinator, suddenly everything comes into play. You're setting up film. You're you're going through certain plays. You're getting all, all the looks that you can possibly get out of your opponent to set it up for your team, for your, your meetings to go over. You know, there's a lot more to it than just sitting there with your guys looking at blocking schemes. And... You know things then can suffer, especially if the guy that comes in has just a different way of doing things. It takes guys a little bit longer to get kind of acclimated, so to speak. So, um, and Jerry Gray was an emotional guy. He was an outspoken guy. You know, he was a guy. He was. I I don't know if he was the Kevin Green of that. You know, maybe he was. He was kind of the Kevin Green of that team, in the sense of being a rah-rah guy, a a machismo guy, but he wasn't Kevin Green. I mean, Kevin Green was a different cat. But, yeah, losing that guy, uh, you know, you lose an energy in your room. You lose an energy in your room. Uh, Merlin says, so, Bill, Aaron Rodgers has been to five NFC championship games, has one Super Bowl win. Patrick Mahomes has been to five AFC championship games, has one Super Bowl win. If he does not win the Super Bowl, do we start to label him as overrated or an underachiever, choker, etc.? Well, no, he's been to a couple of Super Bowls. Right? Had he lost this game, we would have looked at it as, well, Patrick Mahomes was nicked up. Or, you know, Cincinnati just has their number. But yeah, you, you know, think about it. Um, had Kansas City not won this game, would then Andy Reid go from being this offensive guru and this great coach, and for what he's done and the championships he's gone to and such, to a guy that just simply can't get it done? Because that's the reason he got kind of ran out of Philadelphia, right? Ben was, yeah, he was a guy
3: that could get you there, but he was never going to win it for you. Five NFC titles, yeah. one Super Bowl appearance, right? So, so they. Kansas City, for, for Patrick
1: Mahomes and Andy Reid, they needed this big time. But you could have I, – well, I, that's a great question because would we have looked at – if Patrick Mahomes would have lost that game, say Joe Burrow drives him down, they kick a field goal, they win the game. Would we be looking at Patrick Mahomes today the same as people look at Aaron Rodgers now? Now, Patrick Mahomes has a lot more in front of him. And let's look at it this way. Since Patrick Mahomes has come into the league, he's got a Super Bowl win and five NFC championship appearances. And he's not even 30 years. Well, he's
3: like, what, 28, 29? 27. 27 years old. There's been one year he has not made the AFC title. That was his rookie year when he did not start. Every single year he's been the uh, the starter. He's been there. So I, I do think those narratives would have to take, what, seven years to really fester? Right? It's a little too early. If he's early in his 30s, say 32,
1: 33, and you're starting to look at legacy and all that, maybe it's different. But this guy's been – it's like it's not even the – Lamar Hunt trophy. It's like it's the Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reed trophy at this point because they've been in that situation so often together. So no, I I don't think we're looking at it the same. I, 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 I venture to guess that, and he's probably going to be there again, you know, in the next two or three years, you would assume. Um, and I'll say this and to, like going into next season, Depending on how many people out of that defensive unit Cincinnati loses and what they do to give another weapon, you know, to to Josh Allen and getting Von Miller back for that defense and to add to that defense in Buffalo and what – between those three teams, I think those three teams are it, right? Am I wrong? Is there anybody that's right now on the cusp? And you could maybe even say because Jacksonville has a lot of money, maybe they could possibly be there. But do we dare even at this point put Trevor Lawrence and elevate him into the same discussion as a team that has Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, or Josh
3: Allen? I don't think we do. He's he just finished his second year. He showed great improvement. Right. He's going to be surrounded by more. So you could say they are a they're the same kind of contenders. The Chargers, right? And the Chargers bring in Kellen Moore, which should actually help Herbert for once, right? So there are a bunch of the uh, of teams on that tier aside from the already achieved greatness tier of they have talent, they have the quarterback, they just have to all put it together at the right time.
1: You know, maybe the outlier might be the
3: Chargers. Well, thanks to Mr. Staley.
1: Yeah, I mean, but... You know, boy, if if Mahomes doesn't win this game, he still has five NFC Championship games and one Super Bowl, but he's still only 27. So that, that... becomes a little different in the discussion versus Rodgers sitting there right now at the age of 39 40 with one Super Bowl and five NFC championship games it's it's you're comparing record to record but you're not comparing apples to apples in my opinion if you were going to start and I hate to do this god I hate these discussions but I'm going to ask it anyway if you're going to start a team in the AFC right now which quarterback are you taking Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert. Which one of those teams or which one of those quarterbacks are you taking to start your team? And I think I'd have to say Patrick Mahomes. I think technically the best quarterback is Joe Burrow. But there is something that Mahomes does that only Mahomes can do. And these are all the things we used to say about Aaron Rodgers on a consistent basis. But I think technically the best quarterback is Joe Burrow. But there is a magic to Mahomes that he just has and has had since he came into the league. That's a great question, though. It's a great question. 877-867-1670. 877 uh, 867 Dan says uh, Joe Burrow based on his age. Rick Harris says Joe Burrow. Um, you know the other story and, and Rick also brings up, uh, you know, who's Mike McCarthy gonna hire for the offensive coordinator position? uh yeah, the uh, that that's a whole other story within itself we could talk about. but uh Mike McCarthy having uh, the coaching issues, if you will, and you wonder where you wonder if that was Mike's doing or if that was Jerry's doing down in Dallas. I think Jerry Jones really likes
3: Mike McCarthy ever since they had the pillow fight on his (laughs) down in Miami. I mean, it feels like Jerry, Jerry's the one to grasp at straws, right? Because he knows he's not going to be there for long or however long he has left. Yeah. Just uh, a lot. I mean, he's old, right? Right. So he knows he has to get it done. I don't think Mike McCarthy is stupid enough to fire Kellen Moore and take over play calling. I don't see how this ends well, to be honest. Yeah. Not to mention they're paying Zeke 17 million, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. And uh, on the Rogers Mahomes thing, Rogers made his fifth NFC title at age 37. And he didn't start until he was 25. Mahomes 22 uh, and all that. But Mahomes is 10 years younger at the same thing. The, The comparison's hard and the context is all different where Mahomes will have a home field advantage route there. Rodgers, as you have gone over, has carried the team there many times where they probably weren't worthy of being in that spot. Mm -hmm. So it's tough. 877-867-1670.
1: 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Dwayne's Cover It All. As you had mentioned, Dwayne hit you up on, uh, on Twitter over the weekend congratulating you. He's just that kind of guy. Nice guy. Go to Dwayne's. D-U-A-N-E-S. Dwayne's Cover It all.com. That is Dwayne's Cover It all.com. And he is, I just saw like I was saying the other day uh, over on uh, the Facebook fan page, they did. Uh, he did a bunch of gym equipment. He can Do everything. He can do uh, boats and boat covers and awnings for out in front of your business. He can reupholster furniture for your house, your dinette set, whatever it happens to be. But also, when it comes to business, he can do things such as uh, office furniture, office chairs and such, uh, but also in gyms. He does gym stuff, gym apparel and stuff as well. Or not gym apparel, but gym, uh, gym equipment as well. So get a hold of our buddy Dwayne, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. Go to Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. He is absolutely the best. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next.
0: This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. With a Road America season pass, you have access to over 50 days of on-track action, half-price entry for the Sunset Cruise and Morning Drive events, select private track rentals, the annual season pass holder luncheon, and so much more. Go to roadamerica.com.
1: I'm singing some Pearl Jam. I love this tune. Good stuff. Go, Michael Show. Uh, coming up the bottom of the hour, every now and then, some things cross Twitter that I have to pay attention to. I just do. And there are things that are so bizarre that you, you have to bring it to the forefront. You have to express what exactly are people thinking. Now, I will give you a, a, a tiny hint. Years ago, Uh, I was uh, vacationing, Uh, got a uh, house they go to down in Indiana in a little town called Brookville. And there was a kid, uh, I shouldn't say kid, it was a young guy. He was, I don't know, probably in his early 20s. And he had some sweatpants on and stuffed a car battery in his pants, tied them really tight around them and tried to walk out the door with a giant square, you know, auto light package. Uh, and got busted, obviously. Uh, this will rival it, and then some. Just an FYI. So you you want to stick around for the bottom of the hour? Just hang in there with us. Hang in there with us. Um. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. 877 1670 Steven says, if I want to start a team in the AFC right now, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes just because he has got ice water running through his veins. He's been so good in big moments. That is the guy that I would, run, would want running my team. Steve says, uh, there is nobody cooler under pressure than Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. He has been under siege the last two years, and he's still been able to take his team to AFC championship games and a Super Bowl. Uh, he is by far the best. Uh, James says, "How can we even put Josh Allen in the mix? He throws picks at the worst opportune time, and has cost his team trips to the big game rather than helped his team get there." Well, he can get you to those postseason games, but you're right; he has had some moments, and uh, you know, it, 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 you know, you're right. He has thrown some picks, and that's been one of his biggest issues. Is that he has thrown specifically in the red zone. He's had some issues in the red zone, throwing picks. So, no, I, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Ross says, did you see what Schefter said over on Pat McAfee? We were just talking about that, Ben, that there's really nothing. There's nothing new, right? He's just talking about the same stuff.
3: Yeah, I got through most of it. He said the whole, uh, if they trade him, they'll trade him to the AFC yeah. thing, which... I mean, we kind of take as a given. I don't know if that's news, but then, yeah, they're just throwing teams at him, and he says, yeah, it's a real possibility. He lays out the case that this is when to do it if you're ever going to do it. Right. Which I think everybody, even if you don't want to trade him, you kind of accept that that's true.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I uh, I would agree. But uh, there's unless you heard something we didn't, there's really nothing new there. So, uh, by the way, Vic Fangio, who many wanted to see come into Green Bay, he is now uh, on a three year deal uh, with a fourth year team option. Vic Fangio is, he is now with the Dolphins.
3: He is now with the Dolphins. You also have D'Amico Ryan's likely to Houston. Yeah, her's that what too. broke, which means the Eagles keep their coordinators. Yeah. And then the, the Broncos are weird. Is there was a, you see the Jim Harbaugh story?
1: Yeah, how he, it,
3: Jim Harbaugh swore he was staying in Michigan
1: and still met with the Broncos. They liked him, flew in to meet with him.
3: He said, I'm a Michigan man for life. And where does that stand now? They met again this week. Again? Yes. And I don't know who said no, but one one side said no. But he is interested enough to take the meeting. Right which means it wasn't a don't come here and meet with me deal. Right. But in
1: other words, I'm a Michigan man for life, but I'll listen to anything you have to say. And if the money's right and the control's right, I'll leave. Yep. Pretty much. That's it. 877 Let's go back to the phones. Talk to Derek listening to us in Albany, New York. Derek, how you doing today, man? What's going on?
4: Hey, Bill, I like your theories on what might happen with Rodgers. I'm, I'm open and accepting of whatever happens. I'm kind of a company guy. I've been a Packer fan since the early sixties. And, um, you know, here's a theory that I have, I get your point. You and Ben talking about it. If there's a time to trade him, it would be now. I won't freak out. You know, I mean, I think there's a, there's a point of legacy and it'd be great if he could retire as a Packer, but practically speaking, We could get a lot for for him right now. I mean, Mm -hmm. hopefully, if we let's say Bill, we got a number one this year and a number one next year. My strategy would be if you that number one next year. Let's say you know Jordan Love starts and he doesn't do well, and we're like, ah, we're not sure about this. You know, behind closed doors, then you could take your number one that you get yourself next year plus the one that you might get from the Jets, and you could package something and move up and take another quarterback early. You know, and groom him. And you could still see how Jordan is for for a few years. And if he's not the right guy, maybe you trade him or or whatever. But I think I get your point about that. And the other thing I've heard is, you know, Rodgers is willing to rework his deal, okay, his current deal. And maybe even, I don't know, have you heard anything, Bill, about him being willing to give some money back? Maybe it's not. But if he could defer some money or give some back, he'd be viewed as a hero by the Packer, Packer fans.
1: I have not heard specifically. He just said it would have to be redone. That yeah. there would have to be a rework there. I don't know about uh, – he talked about some voidable years. I think there was a mention of and such, but I don't know specifically. Ben, did he say specifically about giving money back? I have the audio. You yeah. have the audio? This is what – appreciate the phone call, Derek. Take a listen. This is what Aaron Rodgers had to say about, uh, you know, the reworking of the deal and or, uh, you know uh, you know, money back.
0: But is the contract like something that you have to think about in this whole thing?
5: I don't think – there'd be a scenario where I'd come back and that would be the number. I think it it would definitely,
1: definitely things would have to shift. Definitely things would have to shift. I know he, I know he had talked about, you know, how things could not be the way they are
0: regardless,
1: because if say they wanted to part ways, they would have to change that deal. You don't want to bury the Packers in that salary cap, you know, salary cap jail. And you don't want to, you know, hinder a good deal from being made. Also, in that sense, you would, you know, if he comes back, you'd like to be able to gain in some additional salary cap relief. So I'm sure there's going to be something reworked. I don't know if there's, hey, I don't even know if, if I guess if he wanted to allow that to happen, if he wanted to rework the deal and make like two years voidable and don't worry about the guaranteed money or I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what the, the NFL P I don't even know if the NFL PA would sign off on that, but uh, if you wanted to give some money back I, and again, the whole question becomes why put yourself in this position to begin with? I said long ago, Give the man the checkbook and just tell him, "Here you go." And if you want us to keep Bakhtiari, you better leave a little more money. If you want us to keep Cobb, you better leave a little more money. If you want us to keep Elton Jenkins, you better leave a little more money, and on down the list for all the guys you want us to keep, because we can't pay everybody, we can't stay older, we can't stay the same. Give you all the money, but yet get better along the way. It just doesn't happen that way. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixty seven. So I agree. I you know I that. My whole thing was, if, if it's not about the money, then why take the money? You know? is what it is. Uh, our buddy Steve in Richfield says, good championship weekend. I feel for, bad for the 49ers with all the injuries they had. I think Purdy doesn't get hurt. Maybe it's a much closer game. Congrats to Ben and the Eagles. I had his pick wrong. The Chiefs, the Bengals game, also great. Too bad that a stupid penalty was the difference in the game. With all the injuries to the Chiefs wide receivers, uh, and will they be available for Super Bowl? That's a great question. I believe that I said Mahomes would uh, find a way to work his magic and pull it out in the end. I also said the borough would throw a couple of picks. Great game. Attached to the photo uh, of the Badger band from Friday night, took my uh, young grandsons to their first hockey game down at the Admirals. Oh, that's so cool. He did send me a picture of the Wisconsin band up in the corner, up in Section 319, playing their asses off. That's awesome. Love it. I, those are always when they have the Wisconsin band at an Admirals game, it's fantastic. It's like when the band shows up at, you know, whatever. One of the best days to be at Lambeau Field is when all of a sudden the games get ready to get underway and out comes the Wisconsin marching band. It's fantastic. He says, somehow I think that Aaron Rodgers saga is going to unravel sooner rather than that. I believe, I believe, um, what's today, Ben? Today's the 30th. I believe when is the official league year start? I think it's March 14th, March 14th. So today is the 30th. I'm saying the week of the 27th. So that's that's a month and a half in to this uh, whole off-season, so to speak. I'm saying the week of the 27th, February 27th. Circle it on your calendar. Something by the 27th, I think, is going to break. We're going to start hearing more and more. Maybe the 20th, it starts to heat up. But the week of the 27th, something happens. I would circle the 28th, February 28th, that Pat McAfee day. Like something may happen on the 28th. Something's tickling me right now. I'm just saying that might, might be the day. If I'm going to be a betting man, I might throw 50 bucks down on that, that date right there. 877-867-1670. 877 uh, 1670 Hit us up over on the Facebook fan page. You can find us on the Bud Light live stream as well. Um what else do we have uh, here? Uh, Dennis real quick, he says, why do you keep saying why take all the money for Rogers? but uh, you keep failing to mention the money was the way Rogers saw the commitment from Goody so he wouldn't get dropped. Um I have to think about that for a minute because it the way the contract was written, Everybody who's had a chance to take a look at the contract has said they can't believe Goody signed it. That Goody and Mark Murphy and Russ Ball signed off on this. Because it's written so convolutedly, and there's so much money involved. Uh, we had Andrew Brandt on, uh, what was it, last week, I think. We talked to Andrew Brandt, and he talked about the the depth of this contract. There's been numerous capologists that have looked at this and went, this is really complicated, it takes a little bit to figure it out, but everything in that contract benefits Aaron Rodgers. It basically handcuffed the franchise to say, you're not going to get rid of me. We'll do. I'll do what I want to do. You're not going to get... Well, in part, was they were showing the commitment to Rodgers. But that doesn't mean you take it all. You know, Rodgers, to me, would have been, I'll take less if you give me more. Because the the contentiousness has always been, you know, you're not going to pay me everything that I feel I'm worth. You're not going to give me all the guaranteed money that I feel I'm worth. And yet you're letting guys go that are good players around me. And the argument is, well, if you're going to take all the money, we don't have all the ability to get all the players. So they don't trust one another. You know, Ted would always say, yeah, we're going to get those players and never would. He would always try to fit a square peg into a round hole, you know, thus going back to guys like Nick Perry. The, you know, um, who was the big stand-up outside linebacker they had? Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Anyway, that being said, it it always went back to, well, we're going to get you guys. We're going to get these guys for you. And then he'd go find players that, instead of spending money in free agency to go get some of these guys, they weren't getting them. You know, they, they just, it, it was kind of like, oh, we're going to do this, you know. We're going to go out and get the Blake Martinez. Blake Martinez is going to be this incredible middle linebacker. I like Blake Martinez, but he wasn't. You know? He just wasn't. He wasn't that guy. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's there, there was always that mistrust between the two, and this was kind of guaranteeing the fact that even if I mistrusted you, I'm going to paint you into a corner that you cannot get out of unless I give you the ability to get out of it. 877 When we come back. Um they, they you know I don't even know how you even try to pull this off. Pardon the pun. You'll get it when I come back cuz it's just it, it's it's wrong on so many different levels. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael show next. This is
0: the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. <laughs> Road America is your national park of speed. The SVRA Vintage, Moto America Superbikes, Vintage Moto Fest, the NTT IndyCar Weekend, SCCA Junior Sprints, the Trans Am Speed Tour, IMSA, and more. It's racing at its best. Go to roadamerica.com.
1: to have you back, and uh, if you're looking for something to grill up, come to the big game, Al Capone sausage, roasts, chops, big steaks, wings, he's got tons of wings, that's our buddy Paul Roberts and Roberts Specialty Meats down in Waukesha, Roberts Specialty Meats, waukesha.com, Roberts Specialty Meats, waukesha.com on Sunset Drive, they have got it all, he even has some of his own sauces and such, but you can buy other things down there as well, they have local cheeses, they have local deli. Uh, the ribs on a stick, they're almost, all you gotta do is throw them on the grill or throw them on a griddle and you're good to go. But, uh, they have the, uh, Parmesan chicken skewers, which are absolutely fantastic as well. All of that stuff, getting you ready for your game day tailgate. That is from our friends, Paul Roberts and the gang at Roberts Specialty Meats. They are your hometown butcher. Um, we run across some bizarre stories every now and then we do got to admit it. Uh, and sometimes we do them sometimes we don't but when headlines grab your attention like this um you know it is what it is uh, i gotta i gotta go f- i gotta go for this it's gotta-
3: a it's a hard-hitting story if you will ah, ah now you'll get it um <laughs> do you want music you got music for this
0: yeah. okay go ahead Oh, we're, we're playing <laughs> NFL music for this? Really? Oh my of God.
1: Of course. So, uh, a person goes shopping at an a, adult store, right? Surveillance footage at the famed adult store Circus of Books in West Hollywood. There is a shopper who, it, you know, walks in looking around at many different things, you know. You got videos, you got books and such, and then there is the assortment of appendages that are motorized. So, you know, you have shapes, sizes, colors, feels, textures, all that kind of stuff, right? This shopper doesn't just, you know, go for whatever. The old adage is go big or go home. So this shopper went big. Walking out of the store... Past the display, the five-finger discount throws under one arm a not 10, a not 12, a not 16, not 24, but a 30-inch dildo throws it right under the arm like you own it and starts to walk the giant appendage out the door. Surveillance footage catches this person. And uh, then they uh, they are, uh, you know. By the way, seven hundred bucks for that thing. So you (laughs) know,
3: you you do pay by the inch. I I must say, thirty I I don't think is the only measurement that must be said. Oh my goodness, we're talking a tree trunk. Yeah, we're talking girth. Yeah, we're talking girth. It's it's not just it's not just long. Oh my
1: goodness uh, it, the cashier runs out from behind the counter goes after the person the person then cuts uh, to the cashier carrying it back into the store like oh I, I forgot I had this I, I forgot I had it throws it over the shoulder throws it over the shoulder nicknamed now the quote dildo bandit <laughs> like you're
0: carrying firewood for God's sakes
1: uh, we've seen similar incidents during the pandemic cops getting involved after the uh, man was swiping the three foot 36 incher, a while back, back in Vegas. Uh, but nevertheless, I mean, look, come on, uh, the guy in Brookville, Indiana who put a car battery in his pants, an AutoZone car or NAPA car battery in his pants. That's one thing you're an idiot, but you throw a 30 inch,
0: 30 inch root over your shoulder decide to walk out come on man i just i can't see how
1: it's functional first of all let's be honest you know, you can't take that and not the 50-gallon barrel of lube. You know, you, you, you can't take one without the other. All the,
3: the lubes in Philadelphia. The, right? There's a national lube shortage. Right? But even, no, there's... Even the pole assassin is... is isn't <laughs> that brazen? Come on, They're man. in Texas, Bill, not L.A. Come on. Quiet on that front, by the way. I don't know if the lawsuit has been oh, settled yet. Right? But listen, oh. there's no way that it's functional. It has to be a decoration piece. Well, maybe you hang your hat on it, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, you get home after a sweaty round of golf, and that's where you throw your your hat or visor. <laughs> but the headline was: adult store shopper steals 30 inch dildo. I have to talk about that. You do that. That that's like it was speaking to us. So uh yeah, we, we posted it over on Twitter and over on the Facebook fan page if you want to read the story and see it for yourself. But dude's just walking out like it, you know, hey, I picked up a little of this and a little of that. No, by the way, don't mind this. Nothing to see
3: here. Could you imagine if he had passengers sitting in the back of his car? Oh He's like, no, can so- you move over? Sorry, guys, the trunk's full.
1: Or get pulled over. Well, maybe he's just taking it because he wanted to use the uh, the diamond lane. <laughs> Needed another passenger. It's got it a seatbelt around it. Oh, it's got to wear a
3: seatbelt. <laughs> Strap it in.
4: <laughs>
3: but if you get in an accident, it goes right through the windshield. <laughs> oh, the headline would be missile
1: projectile. It's like a battering ram oh my god who does that who does that in today's day and age i mean i've seen smash and grabs that become more prevalent you see it on tiktok and twitter and all that stuff all the time instagram but who does that and who wants to be the person caught on film doing that you know come on you never want to be that person i don't care if you're a thief or not you know going in being a wino or something you're taking a 12 pack of beer that's one thing but you know, what kind of fetish do you have? You have to s- s- take maybe he's got a bicycle. <laughs> How do you ride down the street with that?
3: You know, again, and people talk about like nuclear weapons and stuff. I, I don't think there's something oh more God. dangerous to humanity than a three foot dildo. <laughs> there's just where do you put it? <laughs> oh,
1: my God. That's unbelievable. This
5: is jet, right? It's a, it's just,
1: That's good. Oh my God, Aaron's, Aaron's response responses. In your opinion,
3: do the Packers lack discipline? That'll <laughs> whip you into shape. I know that. It's a. You know what it is, Bill? It's a blocking sled. <laughs> It was a tackling dummy. It's, Nobody wanted, a
1: tackle, it's wanted which to tackle, would, which would explain Joe Barry's defense. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, back to uh, back to sanity. We're going to take a quick break. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show
2: next,
0: covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Get the Road America app. You can listen live to the track-wide PA broadcast with real-time updates on the races, driver interviews, sponsor details, and so much more. The app also allows you to watch live cams of popular locations all around the track. Go to roadamerica.com.
5: Now, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Eagles and the Chiefs headed to the Super Bowl. The Eagles beat the 49ers 31 to 7 in just his second year as head coach, Nick Sirianni, has Philadelphia back in the big game since they won it all 5 years ago.
3: It's pretty special. Fans were awesome. Atmosphere was unbelievable. I, you know, when you guys go into our indoor, there's always that picture in the back part of it of the 2017 NFC Championship game and it's just it's just the electricity of the of the stadium and uh we're looking forward to getting another Another one up there, uh, another picture up there of, of this special moment that we had.
5: On their opening drive, the 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy suffered an elbow injury in his throwing arm after a hit by the Eagles' Hassan Reddick. Purdy was replaced by fourth string quarterback Josh Johnson who suffered a concussion. Purdy came back but said he could only throw the ball about five to ten yards.
3: You know, my arm just felt like it stretched out. um, Just felt like from my elbow down to my wrist, front and back. Just pain, really, all over. we uh getting an MRI tomorrow. It, it is a little swollen in the forearm area near the elbow. That's all I know, man. It's a... Uh, Still in pain, obviously.
5: The Chiefs beat the Bengals 23-20 to on a game-winning field goal by Harrison Butker, quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Playing on that high ankle sprain, ran for a first down, drawing a late hit penalty that got the Chiefs in the field goal range.
4: I tried to do whatever I could uh, to, to win, and obviously there was times where you could see that it wouldn't let me do what I wanted to, but... Uh... I was able to do enough in that last play to get the first down and, and, and get myself out of bounds and try to give Harrison a chance to win, and uh, obviously we got the flag, and he pushed me <laughs> pushed me pretty late there. The defense had gotten stops for us like the last two drives, and we, we had opportunities to get in field goal range, and we didn't, so I knew I was going to do whatever I could to get us in the field goal range, and then Harrison made the kick.
5: The Chiefs' defense, led by Chris Long, sacked quarterback Joe Burrow five times.
3: Yeah, he's so good, man. He's, uh, he's so big and strong and, and physical and you know, really understands what you're trying to do to him up front and so got to give them credit they had a really good rush plan and you know they let their their big time pass rushers go to work
5: last week the Bengals' mike hilton said that since burrow was three and 0 against the chiefs their stadium should be renamed burrowhead the mayor of cincinnati chimed in
4: whereas joseph lee burrow who's three and against mahomes has been asked by officials to take a paternity test to confirming whether or not he's his father
5: the chiefs travis kelsey on the podium after the win holding the lamar hunt trophy
1: for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your
0: mouth, you jabroni.
5: We'll have Super Bowl 57 coverage from Phoenix all next week. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show.
0: Welcome back. Good to have you.
1: Hey, don't forget, if you're going to La Crosse, maybe you're uh, going to head out in that direction. Uh, maybe you're there now. Uh, head into our friends at Buzzard Billies. Tell them we said hi, and thanks for being a big supporter of our, our motorcycle ride. Benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin, and uh, veterans, military members, and their families are great supporters of that. Go in and support them upstairs at the Starlight Lounge. Good cocktails and such. Don't forget, check out our friends at Buzzard Billies in La Crosse. Love those people out there. Good to have them on board. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um... Man, a lot of reaction coming in regarding our last segment, which is hilarious. Uh, Always good. If you want to give us a shout, by all means, go ahead and do so. John listening to us in lacrosse. John, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. What's happening, man? John, you gone? He gone. John, well, maybe he took our advice, went over to Buzzard Billy's. Hanging out over there. Not a bad way to go. Uh, this one's from David, who says, uh, regarding the adult store thief, did he just throw it under his arm, or was there a bag to put it in? No, he just throw it under his arm. Just like you own the joint. Just walked in, like, you know, here it is. I'm going to
3: walk out with this. I don't know how else to put it. Just, just... I think there's one other question to ask here. Does that come in a set of collectibles? <laughs> <laughs> like bookends? Like... Like, is that a single piece that is collected, or is there another? Um, <laughs>
1: Matt, Matt says his excuse once he got outside, and he said, excuse me, you just stole our 30-inch dildo? said, no, sir, I brought it into the store with me. It's a, my emotional support dildo. <laughs> It's wearing a harness that says "Do not touch." Oh, you see the dogs in the air in the airports all the time like that. I don't know. This has gotten so weird. Uh, this this one is from uh, this one's from Tom. Tom says uh, Joe Barry's new motivational tool: you better play better defense or else. Oh, people! Oh, good gosh! Uh, Lee says, I see Schefter uh, reporting on anything anymore. I keep scrolling because uh, after he lies last offseason, I can't respect that dude anymore. What did he lie about? What did Adam Schefter lie about? People are talking about his lies. What, what did Adam Schefter lie? Look, I, Adam Schefter is reputable. I mean, the, just about everything he gives you pretty much pans out. The one thing that he said during the whole Aaron Rodgers uh, ordeal years ago was that Aaron Rodgers was flat out not going to report to Green Bay. He was going to hold out to, until he was traded and that never happened. Other than that, he's been pretty right. And the reason being that he's, he's pretty right was that he gets fed a lot of the information from the NFL and even more so because don't forget his, his agent and agency is the same agent and agency as Aaron Rodgers. So the question then becomes, and Ben, you talked about this when we were in a break, is some of the information or maybe some of the wink and a nod he's getting coming from the team or is it coming from inside his own agency, you know?
3: Is there and, is there a public positioning going on right now? And two off-seasons ago, people are mad at Schefter because he said Rodgers is gone, the Packers, right. he's not coming back could he have gotten that from Rogers back when he was still unhappy and Rogers
1: had said he didn't until two days before camp. He didn't think he was coming back. So there's, there's some real possibility there, but I look, Adam Schefter's kind of a pompous ass. You ever met him? I had him on the show once. And I, I, it, it was an interview that was painful because he was like, Hey Adam, you know, you start talking about sources and stuff and he won't talk about it. And then you ask him a question. he will go. Yeah. I mean, it's, he, he doesn't talk stories, you know? I mean, and so he's kind of a jerk about it. Like, he's doing you a favor. So I thought, yeah, this is not necessarily a guy I'm going to have on anymore. But I still listen to the guy, you know? You know who's become somewhat irrelevant is Jake Glazer. Jake Glazer used to break a lot of this stuff. And it's, now it's all Ian Rappaport and
0: Adam Shepard. Another hour yet to go. Stay tuned. We got more coming up right after this. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. Road America is your national park of speed. The SVRA Vintage, Moto America Superbikes, Vintage Moto Fest, the NTT IndyCar Weekend, SCCA Junior Sprints, the Trans Am Speed Tour, IMSA, and more. It's racing at its best. Go to roadamerica.com.